The Angel Feast Magic Hour. The Angel Feast Magic Hour. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour. I'm really excited. We're here with another amazing guest. And we're here with Cassidy today. And um, yeah, I just would love to have you introduce yourself to the audience. Maybe just share a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Hi, I'm Cassidy Ray. Um, I am a psychic medium and I do Reiki energy healing, um, mediumship, and kind of look into career, finances, fertility, all that, all that fun stuff that comes with our, our magical gifts. And um, yeah, I met Angel Grace on uh, um, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just came across like my For You page. And I was like, oh, I resonate with this person. And there's so many people on there that talk about spiritual stuff. So it's cool to find people that I'm like, oh, okay, I agree with this person, what they're yeah. saying. And they seem like they know what they're doing. <laughs> a lot of bullshit out there <laughs> yes discernment is key well amazing I'm really excited to talk with you I just like I think it's very interesting and on my podcast we'll have a lot of different guests who are also into spirituality whether they do that for like work or just for personal but I love to hear about people's like kind of ritual or routine like something that they do to keep themselves grounded so I just love to have you share if there's anything that you do like to prep for your sessions or maybe just in a daily thing that you do. To yeah. Care. Yeah. I used to be so good with routine and I definitely like lost a bit of that in the last couple of years, but I'm just finding it again this year. So I would love to talk about it because it's kind of a new thing that's really working for me, but um, just waking up and having like a set or at least one or two goals to hit when you wake up is really massive for my spirituality and just like my daily goals. But um, I really like to at least once a day drop into like silent meditation or at least like somatic movement or energy where I'm like moving my body, but also being very intentional about it. I found just doing that once a day, like I know you're on day 77 of your walks. Hey, okay. So like just something like that, like once a day, if I can get myself moving or stretching, like just before this podcast, I was just stretching and doing some, you know, band exercises and just having meditation music in the background. That's vital for me. Twice a week, I like to sage and cleanse my whole home. And what I like to do when I specifically cleanse is like go into, I'll literally open up my fridge and I'll put sage in there. And I'll like thank spirit for all the food and nourishment. I'll go in my shower and just, you know, thank you for keeping my hygiene good. And also like having intention behind all these things that we maybe take for granted every day, like air conditioning something like that. Um, so I really just like to be intentional. And then as far as like spiritual protection, I always have to sleep with a seashell by my bed. That is like mm. a necessity for me. Yeah. I get really bad. I used to get really bad sleep paralysis until I started sleeping with a seashell next to my bed. So that's really helped me in my scary dreams or, um, journey. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Was that something like just kind of your intuition was like, a seashell <laughs> specifically? I was, I was in a really uh, scary sleep paralysis dream and I had a, a spirit guide come to me and pull me out of it. And they said, you need to sleep with crushed up eggshells and seashells next to your bed to avoid this. So oh, wow. I, ever since then, it's been like almost a year of no sleep paralysis. That's amazing. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll really use um, 
like black tourmaline or something like that. Yeah, but I feel like it's very individual. Yeah, like my guide specifically said, like use these for you. So I was like, okay, say no more because I hate this. <laughs> That's so interesting. When you when they come when it was happening, was it like very physical? Like you could feel something sitting on you. Right. Yeah. When I get my sleep paralysis, it was more before I like had control or knew about my gifts that much. I just like knew I had haunted things that happened to me, but it would definitely be like, uh, these scary energies try to enter my chest and like, I can't move when my eyes are open, like I'll stare at the ceiling and then I get like visions of like kind of demonic energies. So that was a lot of my childhood and uh, early adulthood until I stepped into this and it became like a career and actually a, a ritual practice for me to do to be spiritual and talk to spirit but when i didn't have any protection it was it was a scary place <laughs> i feel that so it was kind of like for you as far as like opening up your gifts was that something that just happened naturally or were you kind of seeking it uh no i definitely just thought i was haunted my whole life like <laughs> <laughs> as a really young kid like i saw a passed over great grandma and stuff like that, like age six or seven. So I just like knew weird shit happened all the time. I would have pictures in college of like me taking a picture at a party and there's like a really scary, almost like demonic face behind me and it, like nobody else sees it, but everyone sees the picture and they're like, what the heck is that? Like really weird things would happen to me like that all the time. And I just like really hated the gift. I, I, I've always been religious though. So I, I've always prayed to something and um, it wasn't until my grandmother died when I was in college that I started seeing like the holy and joyous side of this work. So she yeah. like changed the game for me. Do you yeah. feel like she'll connect with you on a regular basis? Yeah, she's she's like a daily, she's almost like a spirit guide at this point, but she is like my go-to angel that if I need protection or anything, like she's the one I go to. And she, she's really the reason I say like my gifts formed when her passing happened. Wow it's so interesting to me I feel like um I think and you talk about this too on your page like I think everyone can be a psychic everyone can be a medium but it's just like some people it's more open it's easier to access yeah yeah I also had a near-death experience when I was one and a half and so I actually do think that a lot of that going to the other side after being born for just a year and a half really uh elevated my gifts in this lifetime I would say like, I think the near-death experience, they, it's very much like they say, like, you, you get welcomed by spirit, you see all that. And I, I remember it at one and a half. I remember these memories. It's just really weird. So I think that definitely helped. And, um, yeah, I think everyone has the ability. Like, no doubt everyone has the ability. Ask 90% of people, they're like, yeah, I've had something creepy happen to me or something, like, coincidental, you know. And we all have. It's just a matter of being open. Yeah. So when, So you offer readings, yeah, I do. Mostly since I'm living in Mexico right now, it's mostly online. I love to do Reiki when I'm in person and stuff, just because I love working hands-on. I'll just do it on my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but I do online readings. Past life readings right now are kind of what I'm, my main thing I'm doing, and then mediumship and all that. Oh, wow. Interesting. So with the past life, do you feel like, like, is it for you is it more visual or how does it work for you is it more like you see it in your mind's eye or is it more of like a audible thing i think most of mine are mind's eye and clairaudience so clair what's the what's the mind's eye proper term again 
clairvoyance is like psychic sight and then clairaudience is like hearing and then there's clear cognizance which is like knowing okay well it's definitely all of those but i would say the the most uh the biggest one i get is clairvoyance so i definitely like will see things not physically in front of me like i'm seeing you but uh i do i have that picture in my head like it's very detailed so yeah for past lives for example the audio comes in handy for past lives because i'll hear like greece or I'll hear war, like I'll get, I'll get words like that. So I just write those down. And then that's when I like kind of will go into my meditative state. And then I get visions of like the clothes that you're wearing and what you look like, what's your gender in that lifetime, um, who you're with, where's your mom, things like this. So I definitely think like the mind's eye is where most of my, my gifts are coming in, <laughs> which yeah. is cool. I think I like it. <laughs> what about you? For me, it's more um, like clear audience, like I'll, they'll speak they'll speak to me it's kind of like a I think I'm most comfortable with mediumship like the spirits will come to me and they'll talk to me but it's not always like humans like sometimes it's a guides or whatever yeah um but it's rarely humans (laughs) yeah yeah. but for me like the clairvoyance is very present but it was like a big kind of fear thing like for me as a kid too it was really scary so I'm learning in the last maybe like three years I've been kind of building that back up so I'll get it but it's not every single time but more for yeah. in What's my the meditation one where, like you feel oh Claire sentience <laughs> did I cut out yeah can you hear me mm-hmm. okay okay sorry um the one where you can feel touch that's Claire sentience clear sentience yeah yeah, I used to have that a lot. And that's that when, was the first one that opened for me. Yeah, and it was the scariest. Like bed sheets ripped off of you. Like uh, I'd feel scratches on my back. I like I had the worst fucking experiences growing up. And then uh yeah, I once I started my business two years ago, I, I gave them guidelines. I said, There's no more touching. You cannot physically touch me anymore. I won't allow that because it's just too much for my human self to like cope with. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's like of it's more that I feel this the person like for example if you had a shoulder pain or something I would feel right. the pain um rather than like a spirit touching me but I've had that a couple of times yeah, it's yeah. more like the person that I'm reading yeah I say for um like, I know a lot of spiritual people will be like, well, tell them, like, you don't even want to feel that shoulder pain and just change it to, like, a knowing. I actually don't mind when I feel like someone's back pain, shoulder pain. If I am connecting with someone who died of, like, heart attack, I'm, like, okay with them showing me physically that pain for just a second because it goes away t- not that long. But it was more of, like, uh, yeah, like, just laying in bed and, like, feeling a scratch on my back. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> wow. Are other people in your family, like spiritually open like do they anyone in your family do mediumship it's actually funny I have so my middle name is Pasqualina and I actually just found out that the one I was named after Pasqualina she was a famous reader that everyone traveled all over the world to see which is really crazy because I didn't know that until I started doing this work my family was like you know, we have someone in the family that like people used to travel to and see all the time. So I have her middle name. So Pascalina. Um, And then my mom's a Pisces. So I always, I always tell my mom, I'm like, mom, you are literally just born psychic. Like she has those mom dreams where 
you know, I was going through something health wise that I didn't know yet. And she woke up the next day, the day I like was about to tell her, I was like, I think I should go to the doctor. She was like, I had a really bad dream that you should go check out your health. I was like, ah, all right, we're right on cue, ma. <laughs> wow. That's so interesting. So they're totally yeah. like open to you doing this kind of stuff for a work. Yeah. I think, I think for any parent or family, like it's, like we do weird shit for a living, right? Like I talk to aliens and spirits and, and talk to dead people. Like it's it's something they had to accept as well as something I had to accept. So I think no matter what, you're gonna deal with a little bit of like um, hesitance or whatever it may be. But I've been really lucky for them to be so like accepting and and because a lot of them have had their own experiences. Like my mom, maybe my dad's a little more closed off and logical, but he's an air sign, so it's fine. Um, but <laughs> my mom, my mom has just always had her own medium experiences. Always, we're, we've been really religious our whole life. So like the higher power or praying or this godly like energy is very much common in my household and, and accepted. So they, they're cool knowing that like, you know, it's not, it's not like I'm doing evil shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I think sometimes people's families can be kind of intimidated by this type of thing. Yeah, I know people like if they had if their kid had a tarot deck right right there, they would literally be like, "You're doing Satan's work." And so it's I feel very lucky in that sense that um, I get accepted from my family like that. But not all my family. <laughs> Trust me. Well, I'm curious about like for you with, I know you work with like your guides and stuff. I'm curious how you perceive them. Like, do you feel that they are um, like an angel or like, how would you describe them? Yeah. You know, to me, it's actually funny because I, I connect with so many different entities like ETs I connect with and I physically see the ETs. And then I have one spirit guide, Sobek, who I have physically seen, but the other ones I have not seen visually. I've just, it's that knowing part. It's that yeah. audio and hearing. So when it comes to my guides and connecting to like that kind of power, I mainly hear, I don't see them. When it comes to ETs, I hear and see. Um, and then my loved ones who passed over, it's hear and see as well. But my guides are mainly audio, which I know some people can like get names of all of their guides and like get really detailed in there. But I only know the name of one of them. The other ones, I just know that they're there. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So yeah. when you see the the ETs, it's more of a physical thing. Yeah, like, like in they your show eye. me physically what they look like and details of skin color and height and texture and those types of things yeah when was your first like conscious experience with that with ets actually it was, it was recent the last two years i never connected with that kind of spirit until i started embracing my gifts and everything kind of flooded in all at once where it's like oh you can also fucking talk to aliens now and i'm like ah, god damn it i was just accepting that i was a psychic they were like first uh, <laughs> you're a medium and yes you can talk to dead people and also aliens are real and also you talk to them <laughs> i'm like guys can we fucking chill uh <laughs> yeah but i think my first experience was i was actually two weeks before the travis scott concert i had an entity come to me and she's basically warning me. And she, she, she like put herself in this vision. I see her in the middle of like all these people and there were people in flames trying to kill her. Like, it was just very like heavy, her being like, there's evil here, evil's going to happen. And there's like destruction and they're going to kill type of thing. And then literally like 
two weeks later, the Travis Scott concert happened and it felt so related to that. I was like, oh, I, I really like felt like shit for not putting anything out. But how was I supposed to know that that was a Travis Scott concert anyways? But that was a really scary one. And uh, I learned since then when you get an ET message, you act on it right away. You you put the message out Like you can't sit on those. Yeah. So they it was like kind of a premon premonition kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they, they're more like, hey, I need you to know this now and get it out to the people or like spirits. Sometimes I feel like I can, with spirit guides, I can sit on these things, reflect on them, meditate on them. With ETs, they're like, get it done now. <laughs> it's more time-based. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting. So do you see them ever like, uh, like in the sky, UFOs? Yeah, I'll see like a lot of dots, the... UFO connections are like triangles and stuff, but it's mainly like when I'm connecting astro traveling or meditation or something like that, or it'll just come to me randomly. But um, yeah, I've seen like a lot just driving on the freeway and stuff at night and all sorts of shit. I just like double take all the time. I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, I'll see them a lot in the sky and I will have them come, but it's more, um, telepathic mm -hmm. like i'll i'll feel it physically in my body it's, and and um yeah it's weird sometimes it's like oh my god i feel like i have to shit it's like moving through my body it's like very intense yeah it's very intense and um i'll see like things in the sky but i haven't seen them like physically at least yeah my my friend jesse she's on tiktok too jesse sadiq but um she has this really cool like video proof where she saw three like green glowing lights or whatever and then she like gave them directions she was like okay make a triangle okay make three straight lines and in like her head she was like telling them this telepathically and they were moving and she got it all on video it was pretty insane but yeah like she talks to them a shit ton too it was really cool well, yeah, that's interesting. That's like a good confirmation for me. I've had yeah, experiences like that. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, um, I think it's built up confidence for me to be able to see the lights because it's like knowing, okay, this is really a thing and I'm not fucking just totally nuts. It's like, yeah. uh, I'm actually seeing this. And I've had UFO experiences like before I even got into like mediumship or anything, but those were more scary and now it's like pleasant like i don't feel yeah. like i interact with beings that are have bad intentions or whatever i think it's a good point you just mentioned like sometimes you just have to be ready to accept that that is real even without seeing the proof i think that's what like spirituality is like the proof isn't always there physically it's like this belief this knowing and so like it, you're right on point or like it took me a long time to even admit i was a psychic i admitted the medium thing that was fine but then i was like psychic too really i was like okay i'm a psychic and then when i embraced that like you unlock more things i had the opposite that. i was like psychic that's fine but medium that's like crazy <laughs> isn't that funny <laughs> that's crazy i was like that's a little much but it makes sense like i feel and i think i think for some people it's like almost like a dial or something in their energy where it's just easier to connect to spirit rather than um, like psychic information. Yeah, I think it also depends like what your mission is in this lifetime. I think we're all coming here, down here on earth to do different things. So like not all of us need to be tapped into all of it. 
you know, we can do just yeah. what we need to do with one ability or just, you know, people who don't even say like, would never consider themselves psychic, but have like the best intuition. I'm like, they are doing good with their gifts and they're following that. And like, that's their purpose, you know, like go for it. Yeah. And not everyone needs to open up like all the way, like to all these concepts. I think it can be overwhelming for people if you're not like grounded and like stable enough yeah in your i have friends who are financial advisors and they are so intuitive and like that's how they use their can you hear we, me we glitched for a second <laughs> glitch in the matrix so you're saying you're i missed what you said you're saying oh. your friend is a, uses their gifts through like a you know intuition financial yeah like you can be a financial advisor and still like use your best intuition and judgment to like not take clients who feel maybe lower vibrational in that sense of like, oh, are they investing in sketchy things? Like you just wean out and like, that's your superpower. Then you help so many different people with investing money and you like, in your own way, you're saving people and like, it's your own little superpower, but you don't all have to be psychic mediums as a career like we do, you know? Yeah, of course. I don't think, I don't think everyone needs to do that. <laughs> it's a little That'd much. Be, it's a lot. And it's, it's like, it's kind of like you have to take care of yourself as, as your job on top of doing the job. So that's kind of tiring, I think. Yeah, I was just talking to my boyfriend about this. I was like, it, it's like a full time job in the sense where like, I'm really lucky where like my job is to connect and talk to like spirit and God. That's, that's sick. That's awesome. But like, at the same time, there's no separation of like, you can go to work and come home and take your uniform off and become your normal person. Like work me and normal me are the same person. They have to be because my morals and values have to line up exactly with what I'm preaching and helping people with, you know? So it's, I think we have a, a bit of a tougher job in that sense of we can't take the mask off. Yeah, it's just so continuous thing. <laughs> it gets exhausting. It definitely yeah. gets exhausting. So when you do the readings, do you primarily just channel or do you use like cards or anything like that? I always have my cards near me. Um, I would say like maybe 30% of the time I'll whip them out during uh, mediumship or past life. If I'm doing more psychic reading, I'll use them more. Um, it really depends what spirit asked me to do. Like I, I just kind of let them make the rules, but I always have the cards with me, but it is more of like, uh, I have my notepad and I'll write all the crazy, crazy shit. I'll show you a little preview. You've ever seen like oh, Tyler, the Henry medium and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, this is like my notebook, like connecting with someone's past life. Oh, I see. Oh my gosh. It's just like absolute chaos everyone's in the I just go where spirit takes me so yeah a lot of scribbles a lot of arrows a lot of circles um, but yeah I, I think um for sure I use tarot and oracle and always have them near me I think they're good tools to have and so with like the energy healing do you feel like if you go so for me like I'll go into a past life and like sometimes I could clear stuff out does that feel like something that you'll do or is it more just like giving people information i think with the, a lot of it's giving the information but i um like spirit always but that's also healing to, right <laughs> like 
uh, like the way I can say it, spirit like leads me to make the connection of like there's a purpose they're showing me this past life because we have plenty right but I, I'm not allowed to see all of them they're only showing yeah. me what you need to hear in this lifetime so um, you know if someone's really dealing with like self-confidence or like throat shocker where they're like not vocalizing anything in their wants and needs or maybe not showing enough appreciation or gratitude for like their day-to-day life they bring me to this lifetime where this person was like piss poor and literally living off land and died of starvation it's like you need to be grateful for the abundance that you have of everything right now it's like there's always a connection they bring back because i'll ask them why are you taking me to this past life what's the relevance of why you're showing me it or it could be like a way they died and like that's a phobia like fear of choking or not like drowning stuff like that um so they always show me the correlation they wouldn't just like take me there and then be like okay that's it (laughs) you were a fisherman (laughs) congrats you like good job Do you have any like cool, fun examples for yourself around like any like particular fears or anything that were connected to a past life? I do have a crazy past life story. I can't say I have like specific fears that I've like had like phobias of in this lifetime. Uh, well, actually no, but bees, which I need to figure out why I hate bees so much. I know they're so good for the environment, blah, blah, blah. I'm terrified of bees. Like. There maybe maybe you had an allergy or something. Well, I was watching Bridgerton, and one of the episodes, like that's how the sun is like scared of bees because that's how I don't want to spoil this for anyone who hasn't seen it, but that's how someone in his family passed away, and so I was like, maybe that's how I died in a past life. But <laughs> one of my past lives was really crazy because it was in Salem, and I had a psychic my friend jesse i mentioned she's the one who kind of brought up she's like i'm seeing salem but not getting much but there's something here with salem and i was like hmm, maybe i was a witch but i've never like felt the witchy vibes like i i don't i don't think i was tapped in in my lifetimes like i'm tapped in now and um this feels like new to me almost so i went to salem on a road trip like i'm I went to Massachusetts, felt really called there. I was even going to move there. I just kept getting drawn to Salem. And I was like, okay, let me figure this out. That's so where I, I grew in, up in Massachusetts. Oh, I, not in Salem, but like, right, like in that area. Such a cool area. I honestly like wanted to move there for a bit, but I realized I just needed to go visit. It wasn't a, a move thing. Um, and so I get there and I start hearing spirit and they're saying, they're, it's like pretty much like you're getting closer to these things. And I... Four days before I arrived to Salem, I felt this child energy and I already connect with a couple of my kids. So this was a new child. And I like was a like, future thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so his name was Ben. And I literally was like, who the heck is Ben? Like I, I can connect with <laughs> Harper and Jack and like, they are my two babies. Like I'm very close with them since 2015. But then Ben came in and I was like, okay, like I'm going to be hesitant here. Cause I don't, I want to make sure like, I know, I know you, but like, he felt like a child. And so Ben starts connecting to me and then I get to Salem and I just can't stop hearing Ben, 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 Ben. And I was like, okay, all right, there's something here with Ben. And then I hear the name Sarah Abbott. And I was like, okay, let me fucking Google this shit because we're about to discover who we were in a past life pretty much. Sarah Abbott was married to Ben Abbott and they named their son Ben, one of their four sons. And I always said growing up, I was like, I want four kids, like four boys. I want to be a boy mom. Four boys is what I feel. So I was a boy mom of four and my name was Sarah Abbott. And um, I found my location. I went to my home that I grew up in. I like literally was so emotional. I like filmed the whole thing. I was so emotional. I found my address, I found my home. 
Turns out I turned in Martha Carrier, which was one of the Salem witches who died. So I did some fucked up shit, right? Like I have no problem admitting that like I was not a great person in a lot of my past lives. And so I turned her in. I also got her family really like uh, abused, like her sons got injured and stuff because of me and my husband turning them in. And so I go to, because I'm reading all this online. So um, I go to the cemetery. I didn't go that day. It was too heavy. I had to leave. I was getting a headache. I was like, I need to go. And I came back to say my apologies and, and give, you know, give thanks and everything to the witches and especially Martha. So I show up to Martha's grave and I brought some salt and like a crystal for her. And I kid you not, it was August 19th when I went and I look at her tombstone. She died August 19th. And wow. it was like, oh my God, that's crazy. I think it was like 1792. But here's the catch my sister's birthday is August 19th, 1992. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, so my sister was Martha and I was Sarah, and we have a lot of karma that we're playing out still. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. That was probably the most detailed past life I've got of myself, other than my most recent one. Yeah. Whoa, that's so interesting. I haven't, um, I've had a lot of memories, but it's not clear like on names or anything like that, at least to yeah. this point. Yeah, that was the only one I got a name for. Oh, that's like, crazy. I love that. I mean, I don't oh, love that God. that was your life, but it's a learning experience, you know. But I think that's, you know, and I actually think it's really great that I, I'm aware of that because like the fact I'm healing people now and I'm getting scrutiny for being who I am in this body. It's it's a full circle of karma of like, hey, you once did this to other people. So understand when people are mean to you about your gifts. It's a cycle. And maybe in their next life, they'll be better about it, too. So, yeah, I have yeah, totally. Well, that's interesting to think about. But that makes sense gives you a different perspective that like you know people can only see as far as they can see yeah I have a friend that had some memories connected to like Salem too and I feel like I think it's just a common energy to even if you literally weren't there like just in the collective of that energy of yeah persecution whether it's there or in England or the whole rest yeah. of the world <laughs> and they they call it like the witch wound you know so like when we're scared to come out publicly with our gifts or scared to admit we're psychics or mediums or witches you know it's it's that scrutiny of like hey well that's because our ancestors literally got burned for it like you're not wrong to think it's a little scary to come out in public about this yeah and that was a big thing for me like when i first started talking about all this i was like i feel like something bad's gonna happen to me <laughs> if i talk about it so I think it's all like healing to be able to share openly. Yeah. Now I can't imagine not like having this as a job and just like a daily practice to connect with spirit. Like I just feel so off my game if I'm not doing this. Like my, my our job is also like our, our practice. So it's, it's a lifestyle, but also that gets draining. Yeah. I think it's important to have like some things in life that are separate from spirit but I feel like it's mm -hmm. also almost inevitable that literally everything is like I'm watching <laughs> fucking real housewives and I'm like oh this is sharing me fucking deep secrets about my soul like I'm like learning about everything <laughs> enough with the messages <laughs> like I'm just trying to fucking watch some tv
<laughs> no, sometimes I need that. Sometimes I just need like shitty reality TV or like um, sports. Sports really help me connect to more of like my physical energy than like my crown spiritual energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Where did you grow head. up? Um, born and raised in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yes. No, I literally can't. Oh, you moved down to Mexico. Well, how long has it been? It's been about six months now since I moved to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, wow. Before this, I did a six month road trip around the U.S. Because I I don't feel like I've ever really been supposed to stay in California. I I think I was born into it to feel the energy of L.A., understand the materialism and all the crazy shit that they do there and the evil shit, too, and Hollywood and all that. And, um, I just never felt connected to there. I always said I, I could definitely see myself living in a different country when I was like really young. So Mexico has been so good for me. Such a simple lifestyle out here. Yeah. I've been to LA twice and it was like, I think it's cool, like a city, like there's stuff to do, but it's just too thick for me. The energy's like thick there. I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I love my family and friends there, but like, it's it's pretentious. There's different. It's it's the grind mindset, it's money mindset. It's everyone's making it to the top, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to be so successful in my own type of ways, but I, I just see a different uh, ladder there. I see it being a lot more of a peaceful journey than the grind where you're slaving away and trying to pay L.A. rent. <laughs> yeah, it's that flow energy. Yeah. Like I can live the life that I actually can afford and plus some in Mexico. Like it, it's actually gives me a lot of versatility here. Do you like to cook? I love to cook. Like I've just, I just actually, I'm almost a month vegan now and I've just been like cooking every single day, every, like every meal. I'm so intentional about it now. I love to cook. I love that. I just was like, let me ask that. It's so random, but <laughs> I got to ask. It's a spirit thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I, for me, like, I love cooking because I feel like it's, it's an opportunity to like, you know, bring in energy, bring in love for yourself. Like when you're eating, even if it's like a, whatever cereal, it's yeah. I think it's still so like random. that moment. Yeah. It's, it keeps you so present. Like I literally was just whipping up like two different kinds of soups all day today before this. I was stoked on it. I'm really into soups right now. <laughs> Ooh, I love soups. Love them. <laughs> what kind of soup did you make? Oh, we glitched. Can you hear me? Sorry, we're glitching. <laughs> too much energy. Two, two spiritual chicas. <laughs> too much happens. energy. I know. Um, I was saying, what kind of soup did you make? Oh, I've been really on just like any veggie you can put in there type of soup, but more like tomato based. So I did like golden tomatoes, carrots, zucchini, onion, some ginger, and then I blend all that up. But then I keep half Ooh. the broth with the chunky stuff. 
for like a minestrone and I put some like noodles in that one. So I did like Yum. a vegetable noodle one and then I did like a creamy blended one and I put some basil and rosemary and then I get some bread with some roasted garlic and make a little garlic cream on my bread. Oh, so good. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> I love soup. <laughs> I love soup too. I love anything with squash. I'm about to make an acorn squash tonight. <laughs> Dude, squash soup would be so good. I need to find some here in Mexico. Oh. it's hard to get stuff on the peninsula over here <laughs> is it more hot in that area it's so hot like i'm jealous you're wearing a beanie and a jacket right now because like that's my vibe like i love wearing beanies and like pea coats and boots you can't here like you don't even need a jacket ever it's fucking hot. is it on the water or no yeah yeah i'm right on the sea of cortez so like if you know where like cabo is on the pacific side it's two hours driving on the other side of the ocean or other side of the peninsula. So I'm on Baja. Like I could drive here from California in 19 hours, but see a Cortez. So the water's warm, the water's clear, white sand beaches. It's more tropical, but it's still a desert, but it's really fucking hot. Wow. Do you feel like the energy is different? Like as far as like spirits and stuff there than you find in California? You know, it's not necessarily like I feel more spirit energy here. Um, I think like when I went to Tulum, I, I connected with a lot of like Aztec Mayan spirits that I was not friends with. Like it was not a fun time. What when I came like, here, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, literally they're like, get the fuck off our land. I was like, all right, all right, sorry, sorry. Oh my um, I think it's more of my spirit here, my energy here, like, mm. because it's such a slower life. It's, it's just you feel no. more in tune with yourself. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily like the, I mean, it could be the energy of the place, but I, it's more, I feel more me here than um, the lifestyle back in LA. It's just riding my bike everywhere, no car. I love that grocery shop with a little basket on my bike and have, you know, like you walk everywhere or you bike everywhere, you go swimming every day, you know, you, you meditate and you could do that anywhere, of course, but to me, this lifestyle is, it's what I need and it's in my budget. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. running your own business is not easy. <laughs> yeah, especially when you first get started, you know, it's like building and spiritual stuff. It's like it's on its own timeline. So yeah. sometimes it's like right now what you need is rest and you shouldn't be doing 17 readings a day. Um, and that's hard when you're like trying to pay your bills and shit. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, I'm so blessed right now. Like, I literally have, like, a month wait list and stuff. But it, it is like that where you have to give yourself a lot of time out. So, so I'm like, hey, y'all got to be patient with this, like, because it's only one Do you do them, like, live or is it, like, recorded? I do it recorded because I get so many clients and just because I get, it's like, so weirdly. It's easier for my schedule. And I'm always traveling or, like, if I don't feel good that day and we have a video recording, like, I would feel like shit having to cancel on you. You know what I mean? Like, I like the fact that like, if I'm not feeling work that day, I don't have to work that day. I love it. <laughs> yeah. When I think too, like, I think that in some way builds a lot of confidence for you as a reader, because it's like, you're not even like literally seeing these people at all. And if you're getting yeah. that confirmation, oh, this was helpful. This was accurate. This was that, like, it really shows you your skills that I started doing that like when I first started just doing recorded ones because it helped me like trust that I'm picking up the right information not just picking up like 
you know, body language and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have actually never done full video recordings. Like, I, I love doing either in person or just the audio because I like how we've glitched so many times. That's kind of my like hesitancy of like, I don't want to be like trying to connect to spirit and be like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm like, I'm already trying to talk to dead people and <laughs> fucking get my point across. Yeah, it can be like, it just really depends on location. Like, yeah. cause like sometimes I'll get on the call with people and their service isn't very good and stuff. So sometimes it's like, hey, what am I supposed to do? Right, <laughs> exactly. So, but, and I think for certain people are very shy that they might want your help, but they're too scared to ask. So they're like, yeah. let me get a reading and then I don't actually have to talk. Yeah. And people will be like, well, how are you supposed to pick up my energy or know these things if you don't see me? I'm like, I literally just have to think about you. Like I couldn't even, you could give me a fake name. And as long as I'm thinking about you as that person with that fake name, I'll pick up on the energy. I'm like, it's. I don't need to see your face, but you can send yeah. me a pic if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just have people give me, like, their name. Yeah, it's perfect. Names, initials, whatever. Like, it really doesn't matter. It's like you can think about the energy. Any... Yeah, you think about what an apple is. Cool. You know what an apple is. <laughs> yeah. When you do, when you connect, do you feel like you have to kind of create a structure of where you're going like like do you have people send you questions or is it just like open up and see what like you're saying before like whatever is the most relevant I think I prefer people to be more I, I say the more specific you are the more specific I can get like I leave a detail section where people can fill out when they have a reading with me like put any questions like if we're connecting with a loved one drop all your questions. I, I tend to connect with a lot of people who pass from like suicide or like um, just like homicide. Like people don't know the story. It might be false yeah. information. So I said, put everything that you are curious about in there. And I, if they want to answer, they will, um, you know, say with finances, people are like, I'm wondering about my career. And I'm like, okay, great. I can do this for you. What do you do right now? That tends to help. What do you do for a career right now? And like, is there a project you're working on? But like, they don't have to tell me that it just, it'll be more detailed for you pretty much. It's what I, people are like, well, if you're a psychic, aren't you supposed to know all these things? I'm like, no, cause I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> yeah. And it's helpful to have direction or else it's like, there's, you could pull information from anywhere, but then it's like, what is that even telling you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you come to a love reading, you'd be like, tell me about my love life. Okay, great. Are you in a relationship? Yes or no cool. No, I'm not. But maybe there's some, there's two people I'm talking to. Cool. Give me their initials or something like that's, it's just, you don't need much, but like the more detailed you are, obviously it helps us. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like, um, is there anything specific like that comes up for people a lot? Like any subjects that they're interested in for your clients? There's, I feel like it's always so correlated. It's like what I'm going through too, you know, that's, funny how spirit always works but I think a lot of it is people in relationships who were very unhappy with their partners I get a lot of that a lot of people being stuck in this energy and and you know a lot of times it's just hey th these are things that can change if you both want to put the work in like this will be fine type of thing and sometimes it's like you need to know when to walk away and 
kind of open things up because you're blocking your blessings at this point. So I think a big theme I get is like relationship stuff with people in unhappy marriages. I get a lot of unhappy marriages. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's like, I've never been married. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, I got this. <laughs> well, and I think maybe just like your nature too, I think would be helpful for them to see, like you're saying, like you like your day, so be flow, like you like to be able to tune into yourself and have that space. So I think that's inspiring for people who are in that stagnant place where they're like, I want more freedom, whether that's a relationship or job, but yeah. they're like, they could see something in you that they're like, mm, I want that. Yeah. But I think I like what I like most about our gifts is like how we really do. I mean, at least you should take your biases away. Cause when you connect with spirit, like, I don't feel like it's me, Cassidy, as I yeah. am right now like it's it's this unbiased higher self that you know people come to me like hey I am cheating on my spouse currently like I need insight on that or like or I'll pick it up be like oh, are you are you cheating you know like things like that and they're like shit how did you know I'm like I, there's no judgment here like literally I'm not here to judge because it's just not our place it's our places to get you the messages you need to hear um and so I, I like that in a sense that I take away my human self and become this like spiritual being sometimes I black out readings I only won't even remember what the fuck I said yeah yeah I can't hold all that information we're not <laughs> like too to. much <laughs> sometimes Literally, I'll remember things or like if I have a repeat client like when we're talking I'm like oh yeah we talked about this it like comes back but there's no way I could hold all that shit. In no, mind. and I, I think we're all given that like ability of like, okay, you can you can definitely get rid of this now after a session because it's not, not yours to carry. And I, I think when it comes to like mental health and like schizophrenia and bipolar, I actually think that's just like the part of, of the brain that wasn't switching off where it's like you can't differentiate your reality from this message you're getting from spirit. Uh, I think a lot of it plays into that. Yeah, it's like, too many things are on at the same time <laughs> yeah it's not a bad thing but it's a bad thing when you're not rooted in it yeah and where you just don't understand what's happening to you yeah it can be very scary as we both know <laughs> yeah yeah i think for me when i first opened up like seeing i think was the scariest because it's like <laughs> yeah oh my god huh? am i really seeing that <laughs> like what's going on um yeah I'll get like a lot of um, like symbols and like light language and stuff, but it's not a clear like, like this means this, but it will just be like an energy or something. It just is like flowing to them. Mm -hmm. I always say it's like a scavenger hunt inside of your brain. You get like, they'll just be like yellow. And I'm like, what the fuck does yellow mean? And then you just gotta get these breadcrumbs and be like, okay, yellow. Oh, okay, there's a necklace or something like that. It's just, it's not clear. It's not, yeah. I mean, there are people who are that gifted who get things that clear in and like, you and know. And it's practice. It's just, it's like the more you do it. For sure. But like that, yeah, that's a, that's a high level of expertise, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, to know names and dates and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's incredible. Crazy, but badass. Yeah, I'll matter. get names every once in a while, but it's not, I never is like John Smith, like it's never a full name or anything. It's usually, like, I yeah. feel like it's this person. <laughs> yeah, I, I have mad respect for mediums and psychics who do 
that because I mean, hey, who knows that might come for us one day. Like, but yeah. that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Have you ever done like a platform reading, like reading for a group kind of thing? I haven't done a group setting. Um, I've only done like a couple, like a Reiki energy healing couple at the same time, but I haven't done like a big group of people. And I'm wondering what it would be like. Have you done it? Um, I have. Um, it's for me, it's like, I, it's like, I'll get a collective kind of thing. Right. And then I can pull like specific people, but it's easier with the psychic stuff. Like I'm like, okay, I get, we're all going through this thing and, you know, pulling information that's relevant, but doing a group mediumship, I think is still something I'm working on. Cause it's like yeah. so many spirits at once. I'm like, okay, you go over there. I can't and it is, tell the difference. different energy. Yeah. You're like, how to separate by color or like, what the yeah, fuck? like get over there. Yeah. <laughs> because it's true. Like spirit, spirit guides, archangels, people who passed over who are human ETs, like they're all a different channel. I think like, yeah. it doesn't ever feel like the same thing. So if you're connecting to like a few at once, uh, I mean, yeah. Like when I've had people come to me who lost like, you know, five people on the other side at once. And I'm like, I'm going to need names and pictures of every single one because I'm going to get all the messages in and I'm not going to know which one. Like who it's for. Even then you still kind of mix them up, but yeah. Is that something you would want to do in the future? Like doing event, like events where people could come and you could do like a group. Yeah, I think that that would be a good challenge for me. I, I feel really comfortable like live speaking and I, I want to start doing more like public speaking in that sense. Um, I think I would like to be in person for those things. Um, yeah, I, I struggle with the whole, the whole Zoom concept, but I think being in person and especially in a setting where people are like relaxed. Like I don't want us all sitting in a chair being all like, yeah, you're like in shit. an auditorium on a stage. No, mm -hmm. like lay down. So I can put some crystals on our head and just vibe. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think that is, I've never been to a, a, like a formal reading like that. And I just feel like it's so sterile almost. It's yeah. kind of church, same as church or something. Like I think you're up there and I'm down there. Yeah, like I want to be on the same level. Like I'm not, I, I don't want to be like idolized as like this like higher person. I, I find that as much as I love having like a platform with a lot of followers, like I don't, I find it weird when people are like, oh my God, like I love you and everything you do. I'm like, oh, but I'm just like a fucking normal human. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not like trying to be a, um, like, like a Kardashian, a movie star or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A KK. Yeah, exactly um well let's see we have a little bit more time is there anything else you want to share with us about your work what you're doing currently i'm just getting tons of past life readings these days that's pretty much the current work i'm working on a secret project but i don't say it yet but it's gonna be awesome so i'll let you know when i when i do that but oh, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think anything specific. I just, just really been getting in the in the swing of like giving myself time every day to to meditate and and move my body. And I lo I've been loving your video, your walking videos. Honestly, it like motivates oh, thank me. Thank you. 
It's it been fun for me, like, to make the videos, like, literally, even, it takes me literally, like, five seconds, because I'll just do the little clips, but it's motivational for me, because then I can look, go, look back and be like, oh, wow, like, it's been this many days. It reminds me, too, like, if I'm working or, like, just laying in my bed and I see it, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go get my movement for the day, like, she reminded me. <laughs> oh, I love that. That makes me happy. No, it really helps. Um, I'm curious with the alien stuff i just am curious like yeah. do you feel when people come to you for readings do you feel like you could see i'm just trying to figure out how to word this in a way that makes sense mm -hmm. so for me like i'll i'll kind of see like origin points for people is how i would explain it like maybe they're from a different star system right. you know people call it star seeds or whatever mm -hmm. Do you feel like you've noticed a certain theme with people? Like there's a lot of a certain kind of energy with the types of people that come to you? Does that, that make I've sense? Never, like, I know of, that was like yeah. a long-winded question, but I'm just, research yeah, no. purposes. I'm trying to think because like I've, I haven't really thought about intentionally about the pattern when I do connect because there's plenty of people who sign up for past life reading and I'm like, oh, this is not a human. Okay, got it. Like, it's just like, it's a very quick knowing. I think, I think the first cue is like, it doesn't feel human. Like that's the best way to explain it because we are human. We know what that feels like. Yeah. It's like this vision is from more of a, you see different colors like blues and purples and like these beautiful like galaxy type things. I'm like, okay, this is not earth. This is not human. So I think that's like a trend for sure. And also I want to say some of the people that I pick up our star seeds are the most lost. The most lost people are the most powerful ones. And I, I think it's beautiful that they come to us and they can kind of find those things out about them because it's like really just being reminded of their fucking power that they have. Um, but yeah, I think that oh, I had someone, I actually connected with Athena, like the God Athena. That was one of my, I clients. saw your, um, your video on that that was so interesting bruh it was crazy i literally was like what the fuck i, I was like i feel bow down let me bow down to you <laughs> what was there like i mean of course it's like a private reading so but like what was their kind of reaction to that were they like surprised or were they like oh that makes sense like i've been attracted to that energy so this was like the first god energy i ever connected to I, I, a god reincarnated as a human and she was so sure of herself it was very different than like the starseed energy or something like that she literally was like yeah like even though you know some things have been hard in my life for the most part like shit has not been that hard and i think i just learned my lessons really quickly um, i very much feel like a goddess she's like I, I refer to myself as a goddess all the time like she very much is like this completely resonates there was um forget something I picked up oh because the goddess um it was like from Mount Olympus or whatever you know how they lived up there and then there's like there's like those old converse shoes with the wings on them like the Olympus oh the cute what's it called I know what you're you know that's like the wings so she literally sent me a picture after and she was like dude like I had these as a kid I was obsessed with these as a kid like everything like about like Olympus and like Greek goddess stuff like I've always been so attached to and it was just really cool to like have that confirmation, but it definitely was a different feeling where she was so sure of herself. And it, you could tell in every lifetime what they were telling me is every lifetime she can only get reincarnated as a woman. 
and she she learns her lessons so quickly every time like she has no problem being on her that's so interesting it's like i wonder like why like why would they have to come to earth like after right in that high like exalted state it's like they must have had other things to learn the connection with her was because um she chose to come back because athena's god of war so she caused a lot of damage not meaningfully but she her trickle effect caused a lot of war and damage and things like that so a lot of her coming back is like making peace with that oh wow yeah it's kind of crazy because i know nothing about mythology i know nothing about like history like but i do past life readings where i pick up on like the craziest fucking history i'm like I should probably read a book about this. You're like, let me Google this. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel the same way, like with history stuff. Like I find it very interesting, but I was never good at school like that, like at memorizing things. I'm like, oh yeah, that thing happened with like the wall and like mm, I know that yeah. happened. And <laughs> I, I'm like, I can pick up on it and then I'll, then I'll have to like do some external research if I'm trying to understand. But usually yeah. the people will get what I'm talking about. I'm like, there's this thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's like, also the perk of it. We're like, I'm like, I'm like seeing somewhere in my eye. I just have to pull up a map sometimes and be like, what am I seeing? Okay, it's right there. Like something like that. So, so the internet is nice to have in that sense of like, where the fuck yeah. on the map am I? <laughs> yeah, it's very helpful <laughs> for confirmation. I get confirmations all the time from like just scrolling on like Instagram, like even an ad, it will be like a message. And I'm like, like I said earlier, I'm just trying to relax. guys. <laughs> Can I just scroll mindlessly? No. The grind, the grind don't stop. It has to be intentional. Do you feel like there's any like types of deities or anything that you connect with? Deities. Like goddess, gods kind of thing. Oh, like of my personal. Well, like so, so your back. personal. So back my spirit guide, he came to me very randomly. Um, I was baked out of my mind when he came to me. <laughs> like, hello. I was like, why is there a half alligator, half human in front of me? Um, but he's a god of fertility. And so since I connected with him, a lot of people have come my way for fertility-based readings that, like, I never really, like, thought that was going to be a path that I took because I had no experience with it and then I kind of yeah. have my own experience with it recently and stuff and so um I've just really been able to resonate with people more and he comes through because like I just started doing Reiki on a ton of people who like the themes where everyone had a miscarriage like that was like I just kept getting women who had miscarriages or abortions or something like that and so um, it made sense why he came like a year before kind of to prep me for this type of work I was going to be doing yeah. but He's my main uh, god energy. And then Archangel Michael is another one. But I think other than the that. The boy, there's... the man. <laughs> love him. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Sobek is my main. I don't really connect to the other big gods, I could say, that I know of. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm like, I, I feel a big connection to Isis. Um. And I'm, I love Jesus and Mary, Me too. but I don't like have a, um, I'm not like, I don't worship. Like it's more, we'll connect, they'll help me, but I don't like have a practice where I say certain prayers or leave out yeah. offerings or anything like that. I do have yeah. candles I'll put up, but I don't, it's never like a specific 
protocol that I follow. Yeah, I think I would only call specifically, like if Sobek just didn't naturally come in, I would just call him in if I was dealing with something for fertility or menstrual of myself, or um, if I knew a client already had a pre-existing, you know, something I'd be like, okay, I need, I need you to come in for this one so we can help heal a little bit, so. So he looks to you like a head of a head alligator or a body? Head alligator. There's actually a picture. He's an Egyptian god, so you can actually look it up. I'm on, I am like picturing him. Yeah, mind. and he's like he's like above man, but like head of an alligator, and like in these gold armors. Like he's like badass looking. Like he fucking scares me. He's so cool. <laughs> like there's that. a part of him that I'm like, you're probably a little bit too scary for me, but like I like it. <laughs> It's good to have that. I, I have like some kind of dragon guide thing that it feels very um, protective, but they look mm, like a Chinese dragon kind yeah. of style. Yeah. That's how I picture I them in mean. my mind. <laughs> I have this like uh, deck of cards here, like the. the oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, the little squiggly ones. Yeah. Those are some of the cards that fell out before our session. Do you want to pull a card for us? Or you can also share the, the ones that came out. <laughs> my laptop's resting on the cards. That's how I, that's how I elevated my... <laughs> yeah. I'm always doing something like that. Propping myself up. <laughs> let's, read, let's read that dragon one here. ghetto stand here okay so this one that i showed you is called balance forces and it has the little dragon things let's see what the message is though because there's a reason okay so it says this card invites you to look at masculine and feminine energy from a more balanced perspective is the situation at hand on the more masculine side of the spectrum can it be tempered with feminine energy vice versa would the addition of masculine energy bring balance? What needs to happen to form a more holistic and equalized foundation? Do you normally hold a position of one extreme? How might you balance this so you can experience a more optimized state of being? To bring more masculine drive and focus to a situation, for instance, if you have some upcoming due dates and you need to get into action, focus on your goals, desires, and ambitions. If you want to engage more feminine energy for receptive, receptive, receptivity, <laughs> That's a hard word. Trust, flow, and surrender. Consider all things you are grateful for already. Feel the warmth, gratitude, and comfort of knowing everything is divinely perfect just the way it is. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes, it's like the yin and yang. And this is my um, Beyond Lumeria deck because I have, I'm from Lumeria. <laughs> mm, I was actually, one of the things I was going to ask you about is like your perspective on the Atlantis Lumeria stuff. Yeah, very much resonate hard with it I can't even remember how I kind of found it out or started feeling like that but um I I connect with so many different star seeds like Arcturians and Pleiadians and and, and Andromedians and I really connect and understand them and so part of me still kind of gets confused like am I from multiple places or am I just capable of tapping into that but Lumeria feels definitely like home yeah and that feel to me it feels like uh earth 
but like in a different time or like dimensional thing. Yeah, Lemuria is a little more earthly in a way. I, yeah. And um, it's actually funny, Mount Shasta, which is like right near my home in LA, is actually like known to be one of Lemuria's faces. I need to go of- so bad. I'm like five out, I think I'm four or five hours away from there. I've never been there. And Mount I've Shasta. driven like through it, but that was like before I got into all this stuff. But yeah, there's like supposed to be like vortexes and yeah, and this this like deck mountain. This deck has a Shasta card, and I pulled it, and I was like, "Dude, I've lived there my whole life, close to this energy, and I didn't know it." But it also makes sense why I was born there. It's born yeah. very close to a home base. I was born in LA, where actually my last life I was a part of LA too. So I got I got rebirth right into the same shit. Like you're not done. Sorry. They <laughs> <laughs> so yeeted me back in there. <laughs> yeah, that whole story is so interesting to me. Like. I randomly like was listening. I was driving one day and I, and I used to live in this side of town that there was like no cell phone service. So I was just like driving and the, a random radio station came on because normally I just have music or whatever. And it started, it was like a talk radio interview with this person talking about like Mount Shasta and like the legend of the Lemurians that like live in the mountain and it was like oh, yeah. all this whole crazy thing I like pulled over because it kept going in and out of signal I was like I need to listen to this I like pulled over and listened to it and then I started having like these visions around it to me it looks like temples or something like a big pool of water and you like step into the water and the water is like healing or something yeah I don't know entirely like, what I was doing but I know I was there I love it. Yeah. And it almost feels like it's like an under earth thing. It feels like it's here. It's close, like in a way. Have you ever connected with like inner earth beings? I feel like Lumeria is like, that's a pretty strong feeling I get. And so I think the closest one, I would say Lumeria and Atlantis. I get a lot of, I had, I love for one of my clients, she was a mermaid, like literally a full on, you know, they're not depicted the same as, of course, the movies have made them seem, but she was from Atlantis. And so it's just really cool to connect with that energy and know all these fairy tales that we grew up on are not fucking fairy tales. Like, they're real. Have you, cool. do you have like a visual of what that looked like to you? I'm curious if it looks similar to what I see. A lot of like those swirly, beautiful, vibrant colors is like the main way I kind of explain that as. And um i guess more futuristic but not in the sense of how we see like flying cars and shit like that it's just clean and i don't know the energy is just so different but but the the mermaid or sirens also the energy felt uh, like kind of human like in a sense where like the emotions were very human the physical pains and body are very human um, versus like connecting with, you know, maybe someone from an Andromeda star seed uh, or seeing that kind of entity and knowing they have different functions of reproduction systems and, and like different feelings, like their senses felt very human to me. Hmm. That makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. The way I saw, and I don't know if they're mermaids or a different kind of entity, but like what I see it is like, um, I had a client that it was like a past life thing for, for him and he was like this beautiful mermaid like priestess thing and I was really cool I was like oh you were like this hot 
mermaid thing but it had a fit it was like a women's body you know with like breasts and long hair you know whatever mm -hmm. you would imagine as like that mermaidy thing but her face wasn't human like it was more like almost bird like kind of yeah 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 i think i i see the same thing but like the tail itself is really like extravagant and fish it looked, to me beautiful. it looks like a what is it called like a lobster tail kind of yeah like where it goes it flailed like out yeah that's how yeah. i see it. that's how i see it too yeah and and mine was um one girl i did connect to it was it was very yeah human upper half like female upper half and then um the lower half was pink mm. a really vibrant pink that's so cool yeah they look to me like a lobster scorpion kind of thing like a, like a not pointy but still goes out i don't know how, I don't yeah. know how to explain it <laughs> no no i I'm, I'm seeing what you're explaining you know what i mean <laughs> i know what you mean <laughs> yeah it's very interesting i think that a lot of people have at least at this point in time a lot of people have that like connection to those timelines but i'm just like i think it's even if we're not understanding it fully just to have like this like visual memories i think is unlocking like healing in some ways even if i don't yeah. fully understand what the heck was happening <laughs> and you know like when we relay these things to people too it's um i always say like hey this might not make any sense today give yourself some time give yourself weeks or months even because our subconscious and conscious mind just they just need time to catch up with each other and sometimes your soul isn't yes you are ready to hear it but maybe you're not ready to really understand it yet so you like my salem story it took me almost like eight months to a year to actually discover and unlock who i was in that in that life so but it was planted, that seed was planted in me that my friend said, hey, there's the Salem connection. And so from there, you take those breadcrumbs and just see where it takes you. Have you ever done like a past life regression or anything like that? No, I would love to like go personally go under hypnotherapy because I feel like I would say some wild fucking shit. <laughs> Have you read the books by Brian West, like um, Many Lives, Many Masters? He does past no, life regression. No, but I've, I have literally been uh me i want to do actually an episode on my podcast about it because i've been meaning to do like a book club kind of thing and that book is on my nightstand and everyone Dude, tells me to read it read it i i couldn't tap into past lives until i finished that book when i finished it i like unlocked a new fucking level of my gifts yeah. and yeah, I there's one he has so that's quick. like about the life between lives and yeah, I, I have them right that here too through time into healing and same body, many souls. <laughs> I literally have them. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting. I did um, a regression, but I've never done a past life regression. Like mine was more connecting with my guides and like she helped me get like clarity around that. Were you consciously aware or were you like out of it? I was like half in, half out, I would say. Like, we recorded it. So I, once we were out of it, I was like, oh, I kind of remember what happened. But then when I listened back to it, I was like, oh yeah, there's all this other shit I totally forgot about. Yeah, I really want to do that in person for myself because I feel like I'd, I'd come up with some pretty crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I think there's so many um, things that we can like uncover 
in that state. But I think we can do it for ourselves. But I think it's kind of nice to have like someone doing it for you so that you you don't have to think the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I think just being having the human brain can get in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have some like ET, I guess, I don't like the word abduction. It makes it sound scary, but like contact experiences mm -hmm. that I want more clarity around. So I've been thinking about uh, doing a regression to see what comes through. Yeah, if you if you have anyone who does either like on Zoom or maybe I can look for someone here in Mexico, but I would love to do one for myself too. So let me know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, well, I do like a hybrid kind of session where I'll take people into either past lives or things like that. And then we do, we'll clear them out at the same time, but I can definitely recommend also the woman I saw her name was Olivia Estelle. I'll send you her page, okay. but um, I'll also link it on the show notes. So if people are looking, cause she is in, I think Tennessee. I just found her cause she has like a YouTube page and she has some cool like videos I resonated with. But she's very um, calm and like relaxed, but also very knowledgeable. Were you like laying down on Zoom or like? Yeah, it was Zoom and I was just lying down so she could like see my little head in the screen, but okay. they don't necessarily cool. like need to see you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I'd like to be like laying down and relaxed and just like chill. Yeah, yeah, because then you can really get into it. But it was very physical. Like I felt all the sensations through my body. So mm -hmm. I feel like for certain things, it might be like intense. Because if you're having these, like, like for me, it wasn't like a scary memory. But if you have like a, you know, a horrible death that you're trying to clear right. out, I feel like it can be a, a kind of intense experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming like my most recent past life, I know I took my own life. So I wonder how if they would take me there or how that would kind of be experienced. Yeah, I think it depends on the practitioner. Like when I've done them, it I just have spirit tell me where to go. But I think certain people you can kind of give them like, a, I want to look at this or I want to look at that. And you can kind of have a idea of where you're going to go ahead of time. Yeah, which I think is important for certain people. Yeah, I would love to looking at do that. Really scary. Yeah, because like when I do my past life readings, like I'm tuning into your past lives for you. I would love to, you know, have one day people working in front of me kind of channeling that themselves. I think that's great. Yeah, it's really powerful. And for me, it's been really interesting because it gives me confirmation. Like I'm seeing something in my mind and then they're starting to describe it. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're we're really in this. <laughs> we're doing yeah. it right now. Um, but I think anyone could do it. It's just like learning the protocol, but like for you, because you're a psychic and a medium, like it'll be easier. Yeah. Like for other people, it's to it. this, like more of a step-by-step -step process. But I feel like for you, you could kind of create your own technique around that because yeah. you already have your like ways that you do it. But yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I love talking to you. Me too. This is awesome. Thank Thanks. you. Shout so out much. to TikTok. Sponsored by TikTok. Yeah, shout out to TikTok. Give us some money. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> Give me some money or some more followers who are paying money. <laughs> yeah, no, this was awesome. I'll link all your information if people want to check you out. And yeah, you guys should definitely follow Cassie on TikTok. You're you post a lot on there, different videos. Yeah, so much. They'll do like 
people can comment questions and you'll answer them and stuff. So if people have specific things, they could do that or just book a reading. If you want to get serious about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. And we'll, we'll talk later. Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Angel Face Magic Hour. To support the show, you can donate to us through the link in our show notes. Please give us a rating and a review, a little five-star magic on Apple and Spotify. This allows our voice to be shared to the greater public. I love you guys so much. I will see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at angelface and dot grace. See you next week.